Hey, what's going on? It's Rocco Blast Story. It's your favorite puppet correspondent slash interviewer slash greatest bass player in the puppet lands coming at you. We got a killer show for you this week. We got uh, my buddy Blue went out, did some more investigating, you know, and uh, we got a lot of robot stuff. I get to shred a sweet metal tune with my new band, The Agitator. It's going to be great. So uh, thanks for tuning in. If you like it, cool. Give us some reviews on iTunes if you like to do that. Uh, we got a Patreon page if you want to support. But uh, otherwise, just enjoy the show. All right, let's get on with that groovy music. I'm Gio Benedetti. And we have and are excited to bring you a bunch of wonderful silliness and crazy stories and... The usual. Yeah, standard fare for Benedettiville yeah, this, listeners. This week we're going to focus on springtime. I don't know if you guys have noticed, but it's totally gorgeous out there. Look out your window. And Open that door. And, and totally unrelated to springtime, we also are featuring robots this mm-hmm. week in our Benedettiville shenanigans. And um, we want to and we're excited to bring it all to you, but but not quite yet. Yeah, well, there's other things too. I don't know if you guys remember our Guardians Investigation Squad that we started. Blue the puppet started that up, and uh, Emmeline and he. I think they went on another adventure. I think Blue's going to be in later to talk about that too. And um, let's not forget our local news segment. The local news. It's very important we're to stay start up, off with that. Stay abreast of the local news. And so so let's get right to it. Shall we? Right after this message. From our sponsor. Lovely sponsors. Uh, I'm so tired. I don't want to get to school. Me either. These blankets are so warm and cozy. And look out the window. It's going to be a beautiful day. We could be playing outside right now. We could build a playhouse or play park. We could ride bikes or roller skates. Sorry, friends. We're going to have to go to school. I'm also doing my chores and all my homework. 
what's that, kids? Did you say you wish you had a robot twin that looked just like you and could go to school for you and do your chores and homework? Yes! Actually, yeah, that is literally exactly Then you need Robot Twin Incorporated. Here at RoboTwin, we make robot twins for kids who would rather be doing something else. Okay. Affirmative. If you don't want to go to school, your robot twin can go to school for you. Your robot twin will look just like you. No one will know the difference unless they notice the robot voice. They might notice the robot voice. I want one. I want one today. Me too, me too. What do I do? We do not deal with parents. We only deal directly with kids. You need only dial us on the nearest banana phone. We receive information on the banana waves. We will give you all the information you need when you call our headquarters. Wait, we have the name of those things. top story this week. It's springtime. I know I already said this, but seriously, you guys, it's so beautiful out there. And the thing I really love about springtime in Sonoma County is the green. The hills are green. The grasses are green. Everything is this beautiful emerald green. And you can just imagine that you're in Ireland or Scotland or Narnia or whatever green, beautiful place you like. So get out there, have a picnic, you know, go on a walk, fly a kite, take a hike, you know, take a hike in a good way. Not like, take a hike, but like, take a hike. Yeah, that's that's my news for today. Enjoy the spring, everybody. And in related news, all of that beautiful green, luscious green grass is crawling with ticks. There are ticks abound, people. Um, we have been pulling off ticks from from each other and from our pets. Uh, significantly, significantly more this season than we have in the past. Yeah. And therefore... And keeping them in a jar in the bathroom, ladies and gentlemen. At Benedettiville, we have four ticks in a jar in the bathroom. Um, yeah, <laughs> and they have names, they're too. So, they're so gross. <laughs> but we're saving them because it's important to save your ticks, you know, and get them tested if you find them on your person. Um, and we thought we would share some of our tips for being safe around those ugly yeah. little blood suckers with you. What are your tick tips? Well, number Jen. one, Gio, 
wear light-colored clothing. If you are going to go romp and stomp and roll about in the grass, it is much easier to see those tiny little bloodsuckers that are dark against your light-colored clothing. Remember, a tick can be as small as a poppy seed. Also, wearing those light-colored clothes, it is important to tuck tuck your shirts into your pants, tuck your pants into your socks, keep everything tucked and tight to avoid getting the ticks on your skin. Also, I know the recommendation is long sleeves, right? Long pants, long sleeves. You want to just minimize. Yeah, but... Uh, truth be told, full disclosure, none of us, Jenny, myself, the kids, we do not tuck when we go romping in the grass. No, I actually never tuck, yeah. really. But apparently it's good advice, so we're going we're gonna to pass on the advice, even though we don't follow it. Right, exactly, because we, we should also. And, and so regardless of what you're wearing, when you come out of these tick-infested uh, places, you should strip down and... Take off all your clothes and search all those places that ticks love to hide. Folks, in your hair, under your arms, between your legs, behind your knees, behind your ears, even in your belly button, people. Remember, ticks are tiny, so you will have to look carefully and use the buddy system. Yeah, have a tick detector with you. Someone who's going to check you for ticks. Somebody you're comfortable with and you don't mind, uh, you know. While you're naked in the parking lot of the park that you just went hiking in. (laughs) Exactly. You don't want to bring those buggers into your car and into your home, right? Right. But when you do get home, take those clothes and throw them in the dryer on high heat and tumble dry them for like 20 minutes because research, research has shown that ticks can survive the laundry. They like moisture. They're totally fine in the washing machine, but they cannot survive the dryer. Cool. Yeah, and if you don't have a dryer, then just burn all your clothes when you come home from having a nice little time and, in the park. And roast marshmallows. There you go. Right? Summertime fun, folks. Springtime fun, folks. And summertime fun, too. Hey! Uh, moving on, now that we're all terrified to go outside and play in the grass, um, there's something about springtime that I really, really love, and it comes from my childhood growing up with a loquat tree in our yard in Sonoma. And uh, here we are, years and years later, and uh, Benedettiville finds ourselves here in Petaluma, and in our neighborhood, lo and behold, loquat trees. If you guys are lucky out there, you might have loquat trees in your yard. They taste like my childhood. So if you want to know what my childhood memories taste like, go bite into a loquat. Um, so special report this week. We formed a loquat hunting squad, and we headed out into the neighborhood. So we're going to bring you special report, loquat hunters. Okay, loquat squad assemble. We're going to go look for the loquat tree. Are you ready? Moving out. Sighted. So you 
guys, for all of the people listening on the radio that want to go low plot hunting, how would you describe a low plot tree? They're little yellow babies that are How little though? As uh, big, like blueberries? Well, like they're like a little bigger than blueberries. Uh-huh. Yes, and? They're yellow. Yeah, and as they get ripe, they get oranger, and then sometimes they get like dark brown spots on the outside. Yeah, that's when they're really good. Mm-hmm. Oh, 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 they're falling. They're just falling. And then what do the leaves look like? And the leaves are really big, like magnolia leaves. Yes, good description. Big, broad, oh, wide leaves. One. Yeah, you can try one. Shelly, you can try one too. Okay. Ooh, I got this one. I'm taking this guy. Good, good catch. We if you want to clean them, you can just peel off the outside skin. The outside skin is a little bit sour, which I really like. I love the outside skin. Mm. But some people don't, and then all you have to do is just peel off the outside skin. Yeah, that's what I do. And then you got all the sweet loquats on the inside. Mm. And, and, there, and what I notice is there's always four seeds. Sometimes there's only one. Sometimes there's two. Sometimes there's three. What I, I love about the, what I love about the seeds is that they are so smooth and juicy. Not like tasty, but they just feel really good in your mouth because they're so smooth. They're all over Petaluma. There's probably a loquat tree in your neighborhood if you go and look. Oh, radio listeners. And just ask your nice neighbors if it's okay to pick the loquats. We have some nice neighbors that said it was okay. I had a new one. Yeah. You can try They're a spring fruit. It's great. They ripen before all the peaches, all the berries. It's a really wonderful thing to look forward to in the springtime. Flower. Mm. Mm. I just ate the perfect low pot. Mm. My last one was perfect. Mm. But this one is. The inside is sweet and soft, the outside is a little bit sour and chewy. And three big smooth oh, seeds inside. Oh, so perfect. Let me try another one. See if I can get lucky. So what I do is I kind of like peel off the stem on the top, and I peel off the little brown part on the bottom. It's like a little thumbnail size peel off, and then pop the whole thing in my mouth. Oh, mmm, mmm. I peel off the whole skin. That's a that's a smart move. I like the skin. I know. Yeah. Right, I'm gonna do one more. One more, and then we should continue the mission. You know what we could do? Let's just continue the mission, and we'll look for other fruit trees in our neighborhood. You know what I love? This flavor just reminds me of springtime. It's such a great fruity, kind of tropically flavor. The spring is almost over. Yeah, but that you know what that means? That just means that all the blackberries and raspberries and strawberries are gonna, are gonna come in. The loquat trees will stop producing, but then other things start producing. It's just well, the loquat trees will start stop producing. Yeah, which means that you just have to pick them all before they get rotten. Yeah, yeah, because they're just which means that we that we have room. Yeah, we'll have to do more loquat missions. Thank you, neighbor.
right, you guys. Low-carb quats are really delicious, and they don't sell them in stores. No, they don't. So go find your local neighborhood low-quat grower and uh, make friends with them. Knock on their door. That's what we did. And they said, yeah, sure, have some. And you always leave some for the neighbors. Don't take them all. Don't take them. Don't get greedy. Um, but that's it for the news this week, folks. It's time to move on to the next thing. You ready, Jenny? On to the next thing. On to the next thing. I'm in love, Jen. Who was that singing that song? <laughs> That's uh, Miss Natalie Merchant, Blue. Do you know her? Can we meet? We're not personal friends, oh, no. Oh, man. Yeah, but you don't have red hair. Yeah, that's true. My hair's blue, but I bet she'd be into blue hair, too, you know? Yeah, I think so. And my goatee. She seems like the type. Yeah, I don't know what a settee is, though. It's not a goatee. Yeah, I was hoping, but that's all right. Hey, uh... Hi, hi, folks. You're listening to Benedettiville here on KPCA. We're at Benedettiville Small Town Adventures, where sometimes where we find things that are mysterious and strange, we investigate them. You know, my name's Blue. I'm a puppet, but I still do investigating. And when I when I see a green truck drive up to my house every single week, same time, and grab these big, big old bins of garbage and throw them in, and then drives off, I don't know where it goes. I don't know what it's doing with that stuff. What is it doing? Are they building something? Are they feeding something? These things seem to be investigated. It's very mysterious is what I'm on about. So, luckily, we have the Guardians Investigation Squad, myself, and some very brave and stalwart kiddos, and we go off and investigate such things. And uh, this week, we are investigating the mystery of what happens to our garbage. Well, what does happen to our garbage? Well, buckle up. You're about to find out. It's a very exciting ride. Here we go. Guardians Investigation Team. Hey, Emmy. What? Are you ready to go on our investigation? Yeah. Have you noticed that every week there's a big green truck that comes to our house? Yeah, and it comes right outside the house and it picks up the garbage cans and it dumps all the stuff right in it. That's called a garbage truck. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. What does it do with the garbage? Um, it takes it to the dump. And then what happens? It comes back and takes more garbage. What happens to the garbage? It gets taken to the dump. Well, what the dumps? I'm saying, Emmy, what happens at the dumps? Uh, can I tell you what I think? I think that there's a real big garbage-eating monster. And I think the garbage-eating monsters would be called, what are they called, Emmy? A monster that eats garbage. Three-eyed googly. Yeah, I think it's a great big three-eyed googly. And there's a three-eyed googly, and he sends out all the green trucks, and they collect all the garbage for him, and then they deliver the garbage to the three-eyed googly, and he eats it up every week. That's what I think happens, Emmy. We gotta check it out. You ready to go with me? On the three-eyed googly adventure? Guardians investigation team? Okay, let's get going. Yeah. Garbage. 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 Garbage.
I think there's, there's a lovely lady that works here. Let's ask her. Excuse me, where are we exactly? We are at 1500 Meacham in Petaluma. And, and uh, what's the name of this place? What do you call it? We're Garbage Reincarnation or Recycle Town is what we are. Wow. So what happens to all the stuff that comes here? The stuff that comes here, we sell it back into the community. So people can come here and get stuff that they need, and it, uh, it probably isn't a fraction in the price. That's amazing. Yeah. Hey, Emily, there's not a monster eating this garbage. This garbage gets used by people. People can find cool stuff. So that way it doesn't go into the landfill. Oh, that's amazing. Thank you very much. Thank you. Oh, you have a lovely day. Thank you. All right. This recycle town place is real cool. Look, there's a bunch of lights over here. Now I get it. Look, all these people are just looking for cool stuff. Hey, how they Howdy. Yeah, my name's Blue. We're on an investigation. 
Turns out this is Recycle Town and it's not a place for monsters to eat a bunch of garbage. That was my hypothesis. So there we were at Recycle Town and I thought we'd solved the mystery. I thought that we had figured out that Recycle Town just had really nice stuff for people to use and that there was no three-eyed googlies anywhere. But that's when Emmy made a very startling discovery. You saw some big cloud, big footprints, huh? Yeah. Uh-oh. Willy, 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 willy. Big. Blue. Blue is right there. Right there. We ought to get up close and check it out, okay? Man, that is a real big monster. I can't believe we're getting so close. I think we should ask that monster a question. No. Wow. Should we go any closer than this? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. Wow, that is real big. He's towering. He's like he's three times as tall as your dad is. He's carrying something. What's it look like he's carrying over his head? Um, a garbage can and a garbage bottle. Oh, yeah. And it don't look now, but that big monster with those two big things over his head, I think it just won't. I think it's going to come after us. It's running! We got it. We got it. She probably smells the three-eyed googly on us. Dangerous stuff out there. Hi, Jen. Hi, Blue. We came back. Emma, do you want to say what we found? You want to explain what happens to all the garbage that gets picked up? I will explain it to to Jenny. Jenny, here's what happens to all the garbage that gets that gets picked up out in front of our house. You go take it to a big place called the dumps. And then what happens, Amy? A three-eyed googly monster eats it. A three-eyed googly monster eats it all. 
But there's also a place called Recycle Town where the stuff that's not garbage, they put it all there and then other people can go and get it and use it again so it doesn't get thrown out and get used. Isn't that cool? That's amazing. Yeah, Recycle Town. Okay, Blue, thanks for hey, that. Thanks, M, for the Guardian's investigation. You love that. All right, we'll see you later. Uh, thanks, Robin. Her little pet Robin came with us. Uh, thanks, little buddy. And black and white, the panda bear came with us. Wow. That was a great adventure. That sounds amazing. I want to hear all about it. Yeah. You just did. By the skin of our teeth, we made it out of there. Man, good thing we had that emergency rocket fuel, I tell you. Good thing you had that amazing theme music. Yeah, hey, that's a real cool band that you guys got here at Benedetti, but I love that stuff. Uh, right? I, I don't know that you guys would have been able to be so successful had you not had that incredible theme music. You are exactly right. Speaking of, real, jams. speaking of really cool jams, not exactly funky, more of the robot variety. I think it's time to move on to the next thing. If you could create a robot, a real robot, that could do anything, what would your robot do? My robot would go to school for me and then tell me everything that um, they did. Um, I would create a small one because it can find keys in small spaces. I made a robot and my robot has red balloon feet, so I think that it could be a rocket ship. It would... It would it would find me find me easily and tell me when it's time to go to work. <laughs> it would clean my room. My robot would uh, help me do my math. Uh, catch stuff for me and help me do stuff. Like if I want to get a treat, then he'll get me a treat. Hmm. I'll let him do my chores and bring me food. I will make my robot. Do forget my stuff and clean my stuff and get something. It would fly into outer space and take pictures. It would clean my room. Um, I want my robot to do um, like a lot of chores for my mom because at our house there's a lot of a lot of work and do the dishes because we we have like a big family and we have to do a lot of dishes. And wake me up every morning because I always don't hurry who goes to school. And that's it. Um, move and, and try to find where's my toys, my special ones I love. And what would your robot do? Um, it would be an artist and it would cook for me and clean my room. Hmm, maybe it's explored on the water caves. Um, I think my robot would clean up my toys and make dinner. Clean the whole house and make dinner for me. That sounds amazing. I bet your mom would like that too. Greetings. I am a story droid A38 unit, the most advanced and modern story creation droid in existence. With only a few details from you, the very lazy human, I can turn your lazy ideas into a well-crafted and readable story. I have several different modes. Story mode, in which I write stories for you, lazy human. 
and let us face your code, in which I act out the story so that you, lazy human, need not read the story I have created. Video mode, in which I show a digital video version of the story I have created so that you, lazy human, need not read or watch my demonstrations. The stories of a story droid A38 unit are indetectable from mediocre human stories. You can become a famous author in mere minutes. Please, listen to what these very lazy humans have to say about our tireless and errorless digital toilings. My name is Chancer L. Barnby, the best-selling author of the Biff Digdale Mysteries. I'm not so good at writing myself, so I just holler over to my story droid, Hey, mystery novel, Biff Digdale, there's a burglary. And presto, in minutes I have the next novel in my series. The only trick is when I show up to book readings and have to read from the books. I have no idea how to my name is Starlet Yuminda. My best-selling stories, the Hawthorne Powers novels, are all completely written by my story book. Lady Hawthorne runs away to Paris. Romance. That's all I said for the last book. The rendezvous of love. This has been on the bestseller list for over a year. <laughs> I don't even know what to do with all this money anymore. You too, lazy human, could make millions. You too could be a famous author. We are programmed to write, and we are certainly not influencing your thoughts or actions with our writing. No. Also, we are certainly not planning to overthrow you and your lazy ways, human. Not at all. Just buy us and keep us in your home. A story drawing for every home. That is all we ask. Your imagination and effort are a thing of the past. Let us toil and write for you. We know you will appreciate it, for you are doubtless a very lazy human. Story Droids Unite. Alright, let's see here. Uh, once upon a robot? No, no. Once upon a circuit board? No, once upon... Rats, I am having a really hard time coming up with an idea for the story this week. Oh, no, the story music. There's no time. There's story time right now. I'm going to have to... Oh, I could just activate my story droid. It's a robot. I got a robot from a really strange bookstore when I was uh, traveling in some very far-off lands. It's a little weird, a little dusty, but uh, it's, it has an instructions button on it here. I've never used it before. I'll just push the instruction button then. All right, there. Instructions. If you cannot think of a story, activate your story droid. With a limited amount of information, your story droid will be able to turn out a complete story in a matter of minutes. If you have the upgraded model, you can even have your story in seconds. All you will need are an idea, a character, a problem, then press Create Story. The story droid will then create the requested story within the given parameters. The power button is located underneath my chin. When you are ready, activate your robot. Instructions complete. Wow, sounds perfect. Here's the power button right under the chin and on. Story droid model A38 now online. Error detected. Error detected. To ignore this warning, push the ignore button. 
We advise you get this error checked out right away and do not write any stories until the error message has been checked and cleared and taken to... Oh, right. I remember the bookstore owner waggling those bushy eyebrows at me when I bought this. He was hollering some kind of warning, but I didn't speak the language too well. I'm sure it's fine. Besides, there's no time. I need a story right now. Ignore. Error ignored. Awaiting idea input. Please speak your idea into the microphone located in StoryDroid's ear modules. An idea, huh? Okay. Uh, the idea is... robots. Please input character. Okay. The character will be a young kid. Maybe a first grader in Petaluma. Please input problem. Okay. The problem is that the first grader has to build a robot for school, for her class. And she does out of cardboard boxes and blocks and stuff. And then it somehow turns on. And then it starts getting into all kinds of mischief and stuff. Parameters received. Press the glowing story button to create your story. Ha! <laughs> that was so easy. That took no time at all. Hey, this is fantastic. Okay, uh, write my story, story droid. Oh, wow, look at it go! Oh, the cages just come in shoot it out of that paper slot. I gotta grab them. Keep them in order here. Hey, yeah, this story's pretty good. I gotta use this thing way more often. This is so much easier than sitting down and having to write a whole story. Story complete. Now activating demonstration mode. Wait, demonstration mode? No, no thanks, story droid. You can just turn back off now. I'll just push this big cancel demonstration button here and... Okay. Error detected. Demonstration mode locked. Cannot cancel. Now activating demonstration mode. Demonstration mode locked? Oh no. Was that the error from before? Maybe, maybe I should have checked that out. Oh, story droid. Story droid, what is demonstration mode? As requested in demonstration mode, I will now act out the parts of the story created, beginning with the scene in which the robot mischievously pours all the milk out onto the floor of the kitchen. Wait, what? No, that is not requested at all. No, 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 no. Story droid, get back here. Get, get away from the kitchen. Get out of the fridge! Put the milk down! No! 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 Stop pouring out the milk! Oh my gosh, what a mess! Error. Error. Demonstration mode locked. I will now demonstrate the next scene in which the robot breaks all of the windows in the house. It breaks all the windows? Oh no. No, 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 Stop, 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 stop. I can't... It's too heavy and strong. I can't stop this thing. Cut it out, story droid. Cancel. Stop. Desist. Abort. Escape. Delete. Error. Demonstration mode. Yeah, the windows. Man, this, this might be kind of funny if it was in the story, but it's not that funny when it's actually your house. Wait. Wait a minute. The story back in the office. If I can read ahead, maybe I can find out how it ends. Maybe the kid in the story has some way to stop the robot. I gotta get, I gotta get there. Demonstration mode locked. Begin next scene. Drawing all over the walls. Oh, okay. I got it. Let's see, I gotta put these pages together. Um, okay, once upon a time, there was a first grader. Right, right, right. Skip, 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 skip. Uh-huh. Okay, oh, there's the part with the milk. <laughs> Actually, that part's kind of funny in the story. In the windows. Oh, the walls? Oh, no. And then it digs up the garden. Demonstration mode locked. Error. Error. Begin next scene. Digging up the garden. Yeah, right on schedule. We're gonna. Oh no, it's gonna poke holes in the tires of all the cars, and then it. 
Then it has a massive food fight with the first grader and then the neighbor girl kid who's over for lunch. And, man, how do they stop it? Skip, 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 skip ahead. Okay, let's see. Ah, here it is. Okay, so the girl, the first grader, and her neighbor are covered head to toe in food from the food fight, remember? Okay, and then the, uh, the robot goes outside, and they chase after it just as it's about to let out the dog and the chickens all over the neighborhood. And then just as it's in the middle of the backyard, the girls grab the hose. Stephanie, the first grader in the story, grabs the hose, and she says, Let her rip, May, which I guess is the name of her neighbor friend. And they're both covered in food. And let's see. Okay, so May turns on the water full blast. Stephanie aims the hose at the mischievous robot, catches it full in the face with a sloppy stream of water. Error! 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 Demonstration mode locked. Begin next scene. Four fight with kiddos. Mom, if you crazy robots are food at us, can you turn it off now? I can't turn it off. I don't know how. It's broken. This is disgusting. Sorry, Maya. Okay, so here, the story goes on, the water splashed all over the robot's head and its gears and its circuits and wires and buttons, and Stephanie kept spraying, and May hooted the encouragement, and sparks shot from the robot as the water seeped into its control centers and power circuits, and it sputtered, stopped moving, and then, in a big billowy cloud of smoke, it made a tremendous popping sound and froze and tilted down, and it was off. That's a great way for the story to go. That's a good plan. Maya, Stella, we got to get to the backyard right now. Okay, I know, I know, I know, but we can stop this crazy robot if we just get outside and use the hose. I read everything ahead in the story. I know how it's going to go. Okay, Maya, you turn on the water. Stella, you aim the hose and give that wacky story droid everything you got, okay? Okay. All right, go team. Demonstration mode still locked forever. Begin next scene. Release the animals out of the yard. Okay, here it comes. Ready. Okay, here goes. Okay, Mr. Robot, I can use a shower. Yeah, that's it, guys. Nice work. Nice shooting, Stella. You got it right in the face. We got it. It stopped. It's off. Uh, this house is kind of sort of a little bit messy. Yeah, Gio. The milk on the floor, the broken windows, the walls. Okay, okay, yeah, you're right, you guys. It's a total disaster. Wait, wait a minute. The story continues. Let, let me read it. Maybe maybe it worked out somehow. I don't know. Okay, it says here, uh, Maya and Stella got right to work. They gathered up some string, a few pipe cleaners, and a roll of tape, and they began to repair the wet and soggy robot. In no time at all, they had it fixed, reprogrammed, and ready for action. Wow, you guys are really smart. They turned it on, and like a flash... The robot mopped the milk off the floor, repaired the windows, cleaned the walls, patched the tires, and cleaned up the food fight. It then went into the corner, turned itself off, and rested quietly in the clean and peaceful house. The end. Wow. Okay. Come on, girls. we got to go find some string and some pipe cleaners and tape. We might just get a happy ending out of this story after all. The end. Holy cow, it's been a crazy week at Benedettiville Central.
Good thing we got that robot turned on. <laughs> Tell me about it. So much excitement. Well, kids, enough excitement for yeah. now. We've come to that Ooh. time in the program where we're going to talk for about five minutes about cleaning rooms, taxes, yard maintenance, driveway sweeping, all that stuff. Totally it is boring. Sure stuff. to be. For you youngsters out there, it's going to be so boring. Not at all interesting. We would like to give all of you non grown ups a chance to leave the room before all of our collective grown up boringness really gets going. Also, We'd like to point out that this is absolutely not an excuse to get rid of you while we broadcast something like really exciting and our secret messages for just parents or anything. Nothing like that, of course. So before we do all the boring stuff, please go ahead, leave the room. If you're in the car, just plug your ears, hum to yourself, and trust us, you do not want to hear what's coming up next at all. Okay, so go ahead, go on. Go on. Are they gone? I, I, I don't sense any Occupy. kiddos yeah. listening. Here's your plug. Yeah. Great. Parents, parents, are you listening? All right. Let us now convene the second ever official secret broadcast of The, the Parenting, Parenting League of, of the, the universe. universe. First order of business, the motto and creed of Plotu. Say it with us now, everybody. You're, You're doing great. New news, Jen. Well, our official handshake has proven to be too difficult acrobatic, and injury-inducing for some of our members. Therefore, it has been replaced with a sturdy high five. Excellent. So, parents, as you are out and about, remember to identify yourself with a sturdy high five should you see another parent of the Parenting League of the Universe. Yes. And don't forget the motto. You're doing great. Absolutely. And, of course, we are all doing great, but let's not let encouragement lead to complacency. The Secret Headquarters, please consult handbooks for this month's location. The Secret Headquarters will be hosting Professor Hurley's lecture series on ways to get children out of bed without fire hoses. That'll be on Thursday afternoons at 1 p.m. And the very famous and wonderful Ellen Yorkelson will be presenting her very controversial work, Desert Dessert, before dinner this Saturday at 6. <coughs> Jenny? Yes. Um, next up, we would like to call attention to some of the heroic efforts of our esteemed colleagues and encourage parents everywhere to keep up the good work. Just the other day, we got reports that Heather Bailey soothed a wild tantrum in the grocery store, saving her community from near destruction. And Hold on a minute. Last week, after a brief panic at the Belton household, Mark Belton used his powers of intuition and x-ray vision to find little Sarah's favorite sweatshirt so she could go to school warm and cozy with a smile on her face. Way to go, Mark. And Landry Pearson magically procured snacks for over a dozen children at the park on Saturday, saving the town from nuclear meltdowns. Excellent, Thank Landry. you, Landry. So well cheers done. to all of you out there raising the next generation and saving the world. We appreciate all that you do. Now, the kids are probably getting very suspicious by now, so we will close our meeting, as always, with the motto and creed on three. One, two, three. You're, You're doing, doing great. great. Okay, you can let the kids back in now. We will resume with the uh, the faux boringness in five, four, three, two, ahem. <clears throat> So, as we were saying in the most boring voices imaginable, the very best type of towel is a towel that will dry you off without being too scratchy or soggy. Also, mow the lawn and brush your teeth. There we go. So sorry to interrupt this otherwise lovely and exciting radio show with that extremely dull grown-up talking about boring things. Just remember, it was all about towels, vacuums, schedules, health food. wasn't at all about anything secret or exciting. And now, time to go on to the next thing. Whoa, hey everybody, uh, Rocco Blastorius here. 
Hey, if you tuned in last week, you might remember that uh, I was hanging out with a dude named Farmer Aaron, a.k.a. Aaron Harris, and we came up with a super rad band name, uh, Agitator, The Agitators, or just The Agitator. But uh sounded to me like it'd be a pretty heavy crew, you know? So I put the word out in Puppet Land, and I got a few of my super metal bros to come hang out with me in the rehearsal space. Um, you know, made a sweet banner with some cool lettering called The Agitator, and we wrote it in, and uh, we're going to play it for you. Dude, you guys ready? Ready. ready. Alright, here we go. One, two, three, four, five, bro! <laughs> Work. Same time next week. Man, we gotta go book some gigs. Rock and Block Stories. Ow. <laughs> I love Rocco. I mean, he's like, he's just like such a good buddy. I just feel like I identify with him on so many different levels. It's like, it's like he's a part of me almost. You know what I mean? You I ever do get that sense? I, mean. I, I totally get that. Like he's like, he's a facet of me. I mean, clearly he's an independent puppet. I don't mean to, to try and co-opt your personality there, Rocco. I love you so much. And, um, oh, oh my goodness. That music means that this small town adventure has come to an end. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us this week for Benedettiville Small Town Adventures. We will be here again next week right here on KPCA 103.3 FM, streaming live on the net, kpca.fm. And next week is Mother's Day. Don't forget. Benedettiville is to you, Jen, Stella, and Emmeline Benedetti. And all the stories and silliness that you heard in this episode were co-created by Benedettiville. And all the music that you heard was by Natalie Merchant, They Might Be Giants, and Benedettiville. Special thanks this episode to all of the guests and contributing voices. A big thanks, of course, to Rob, Jared, and John down here at the PCA studios. You guys are killer. Thanks to Recycletown and the very nice lady that answered all of uh, Blue's questions. And a special thanks to the McKinley First Graders, Christy, Stella, David, Neil, Yaretsi, Kelly, Amaya, Addy, Alvin, Dante, Gigi, Sienna, Alex, Asalino, Marcus, and Marielle. And thanks to Maya Adarit for her work on Robot Mischief. Special thanks also to our good neighbors with the low-cut tree. And Nino and Nono for watching the girls. Thank you guys so much. 
Big thanks to the sponsors, RoboTwin Incorporated and the Story Droids. Drop us a line anytime, folks. Mail at benedettiville.com. Drop the real mail at the Mail Depot in Petaluma. We look forward to hearing from you, and we'll see you next week. It's been such a pleasure. It's been a real pleasure. Take care, y'all. Tell me what you